Today's episode is called The Pain We Bear, and we are going to be talking about the blessing of going through painful times. And I know if you're in the middle of a painful time right now, (laughs) you may not want to hear about blessings, but I think it's important to um, take a look at what might be happening as we're going through these things so that we can know beyond a shadow of a doubt that there is a benefit and a blessing to what we are going through. Hey, it's Amber L.B. Swenson, wife, mother, worrier, overthinker, type A, holding on to God and his promises to get me through the day. Thanks for joining me to explore everyday issues from a biblical perspective so we can all know and love God more. I want to um, let you know that I am on the tail end of a magnificently horrible migraine right now. And uh, the migraine kept me from something fairly significant and important that I wanted to do yesterday. And that's what made me really start thinking about this topic. So um, it just made me dig into scripture a little bit and take a look at the other painful situations in my life and see if I could think of a rhyme or a reason or um, if there was any way that I could put a little different perspective on what I was going through to really make me appreciate (laughs) the times of pain. I know, I I have to laugh even as I say that because it seems so absolutely remotely different than how we should respond to pain to say, is there a way that we can appreciate what is going on here? And I hope that at the end of this um, episode, we can actually say, yeah, I think there are things that we can appreciate through this. So I want to tell you that yesterday I was supposed to be at my friend's mother's memorial and I was supposed to be helping her with it, sing a song and um, give a little talk about my time with her mom because her mom had been one of the elderly people that I had gone to see for a while and um So it it sort of was um, a meaningful thing that I really wanted to be part of and uh, wasn't able to because of my migraine yesterday. And I sent this text finally, you know, about three hours before the memorial service began. I was putting it off. I was praying that the migraine would go away. And I finally um, sent the text that said, you know what, I can't believe it, but I have got this ridiculous migraine and I am nauseated and I am dizzy and my head is throbbing and I cannot get off this couch. And I mean, within 10 minutes, my friend was over at my door with some of the flowers that their family had received um, because of her mom's death. And she was just saying, you know, I get it. I totally get it. Don't worry about it. Don't feel bad at all. And then um, today... Her husband came over with a rose from the spray on the casket to give to me. So one of the blessings and benefits of pain in our life is definitely seeing how much the people in our life can love us and show love to us and help us in spite of our um, pain or when we're in the midst of pain and um, in spite of the fact that we can't be there to help them. And that is a tremendous blessing, I mean, to receive that unconditional love and the care of friends and neighbors are just, um, that's just a beautiful, beautiful thing. 
So that is certainly a huge blessing. And then if you've listened to this podcast at all over the past, um, well, I guess seven or eight months that we've been doing this, you have heard me talk about a fairly difficult situation in my life. I don't give a lot of details, but in 2019, um, up until June 1st, it was a pretty traumatic time in my life. And I experienced some persecution and I lost some friends and I had a lot of people who didn't stick up for me and I had to walk away from a situation that was fairly difficult to walk away from. And um, as I look back at that now, and that was just a tremendously hard time for me to stay in the situation I was in until June 1st when I, I had the open door to leave. And But I think of how dramatically different I am than before all um, that I went through. So it was, you know, three or four years of um, building up to the last six months that were quite awful. But so much changed in that time. I mean, I was just stripped down to nothing, and the Lord did a lot of pruning in my life and um, reminding me of a lot of his truths and Um, I did see that he sticks closer than a brother and that um, I understood that friends who um, say they're friends but don't back it up with actions, you know, they're not the real deal. But true friends, man, nothing can chase them away. They're the ones who will stand beside you no matter what and help you. And even if they, you know, make you think or make you see the situation from a different perspective and say, hey, have you thought about this or or what about this? At least they're standing beside you. Um, and so I definitely, definitely found God to be an ever-present help in times of trouble. He never let me down. He um, showed up in my life in so many ways through songs that came on the radio station and through podcasts and sermons and even as I was just reading my Bible and he would just be so close and uh, make himself so known to me. And that that was just a beautiful blessing. And I think um, other than the pruning and the fact that God, you know, really stuck close to me, the other major blessing that came out of that situation is I learned to forgive in a way that I had never had to forgive before. So I um, had been through some hurtful situations before, but this was more raw and bitter than anything I had experienced. And, you know, when you go to forgive, it's not just a flipping the switch and waking up one morning and say, well, I forgive them. It really is a process of daily forgiving them and trying to work through the pain and forgiving a lot of people who you thought would have helped you out and stood by your side without really realizing why they chose not to or why they did what they did and and just coming to a point of you know saying we're all we're all sinful we're all guilty and we all have let people down and so I can do the same I can forgive them for doing the same rather and and I think the the point that I have gotten to of being able to forgive and being able to see some of those people who you know made my life fairly miserable and not having any ill will towards them and being able to look at them with love and to pray for them and um, really walk past what happened is a beautiful thing. And I am very thankful that God made me walk through that as painful 
and horrific as it was and as ugly as it got sometimes because I didn't always act the best either. I didn't respond um, with love continually. Sometimes I was like, how can this still be happening? And so I'm very grateful. We are talking about our hurts this month as we anticipate an Easter message on getting past the hurt. A lot of us don't have to go far to find our source of pain because we've been hurt by someone in the church. Maybe it's another church member who criticized your service. Maybe it was a leader or a pastor who was cruel and left you reeling. I wrote a blog that I really hope will help you start to work through the pain. It's titled, When Church Hurts. You can find a link in today's episode notes or by going to timeofgrace.org and searching for When Church Hurts. Okay, back to today's episode. There are many different kinds of pain. And I I talked about the physical pain and I talked about the pain of persecution, but there's also the pain of loss, losing a loved one and really grieving and... um, there's the the pain of life not turning out how you thought it would, you know, the expectations that are dashed, and the pain of a spouse hurting you in ways that you never, ever expected to be hurt. Um, there are so many different ways that we can experience pain. So what, if anything, can we take away from that? Well, C.S. Lewis had a quote that said, God who foresaw your tribulation has specifically armed you to go through it, not without pain, but without stain. And I think that's so true. You know, I think none of us would choose the pain that we would go through in our lives. I mean, ever. Um, But God does. I mean, it's no surprise to God when we are walking through a painful situation, right? And so um, it's interesting to note how God uniquely prepares us to walk through a very difficult season. And a lot of times you don't feel that, you know, right off the bat, you're blindsided. And you can't imagine how you're ever going to cope and deal with what you're going through. But as you look back, you see the people that God has put in your lives. And you put you see um, how the word has been at work in your heart and in your mind to really prepare you and equip you to go through the trauma or the loss or the pain that you are going through. And that's a really, really um, profound thought that God doesn't just put you in a situation that he hasn't prepared for. He doesn't throw you into the swimming pool without first giving you lessons on swimming. (laughs) And, um, Good to know, right? Also, um, Rick Warren said, don't waste your pain. Use it to help others. I think your biggest pains in life also become your biggest sources of ministry. If you have lost somebody very close to you, if you um, experience the death of a loved one, you're pretty quick to run to somebody else when they lose somebody. Um, My parents both were diagnosed and have gone through cancer treatment. And I have marveled at the way that um, people who are going through cancer treatments, they just bond. You know, you sit in a waiting room and it doesn't take long for them to say, you know, 
What kind of cancer do you have? Have you had surgery? How's your treatment going? I mean, just these conversations that you strike up, which are instantaneously meaningful. They're not a bunch of fluff and um, useless facts or how's the weather. It really truly gets to the heart of what you're going through. And there's that bond. There's a bond between widows um, that other people don't necessarily experience. And that pain that you've gone through, whatever it is, um, it isn't there just to mold and shape you, which is part of the process. But it's also there so that you can help and encourage and carry others through by what you have learned, which is a really, um, it's a tremendous thought. And again, if you have gone through something and someone has come behind you or come alongside of you and said, you know, this has happened to me and I understand your pain and this is what I know has helped me, those are priceless conversations. I distinctly remember talking to a person who was um, a, a, a person who's older than I am and who I had a conversation with after everything happened and I had walked away from the situation and he um, had reason to have interest in what had happened to me and I gave him the very short (laughs) abbreviated version and he said to me, I have been through something similar and I still, as you're talking, I can feel the pain of that situation. And just having someone say, I know, and I validate that, you know, you're not crazy or that um, I'm not saying just get over it. I'm saying that is super painful. I mean, that is so encouraging. So clearly, God allows us to go through painful situations so that we can walk alongside other people in their painful situations too. Um, Stephanie Uh, Sparkles said this, I love when people that have been through hell walk out of the flames carrying buckets of water for those still consumed by the fire. Um, That's going to motivate me for sure. (laughs) Because you know that when you're in a painful situation, it does feel very much like that. But hey, our friends can offer us soothing words and calming words and, you know, meals and just a listening ear. And that's that's what it feels like. And then um, another thing to keep in mind is that a friend and mentor of mine told me, you know, when times are good, you need to fortify yourself because it's not always going to last. And I think that's really important to think about as we're talking about the pain that we bear, because um, if you're not in a painful situation right now, there's a good chance a painful situation is coming. We live in a sinful world. And we don't uh, go very long until we feel the effects of the sin, um, whatever it is. Like I said, whether it's a, an emotional issue with our children or a friend or a neighbor, or whether it's persecution at work or an issue in the church or whatever it is. I mean, we, we don't get long periods of no pain. Usually we get a breath and a breather. And during that time, it's really important to fortify ourselves. And how do we do that? Take your Bible study seriously. All that um, time in the Word is really building up your soul. 
And that's um, what we lean on when everything's knocked out from underneath us. We go back to the word to find our comfort. We go back to God's promises. We go back to God's character. Who is God? Is he going to stick with us? Well, yeah, he certainly is. Does he love me still? Yes, he certainly does. Is he still in control? Yes. Even when we see the storm raging around us, he's the God who can calm the storm. So, you know, those things, having those things in your heart, it's so important to fortify yourself with that. And then, you know, our relationship with God that we have in prayer. Man, don't let that go. Don't just turn to God when the going gets tough. Make sure that you're in relationship with him all the time. Then God, going to God doesn't become a last resort. It is the first place you're going to go because you know that he has listened to you all those days before and he's still going to listen to you now. And I love the book of Habakkuk. I love the fact that, you know, Habakkuk and also David in the Psalms, they complain and their complaining isn't sinful because they're not just walking around grumbling that God has left them and he's not in their life. And their complaint is, Lord, are you, are you watching? Do you see this? Because I'm seeing something that is really disturbing me and I'm seeing injustice and I need you, God, to make right what is not right right now. <laughs> And the prayers of complaint teach us that we can go to God with our complaints too, with our misery, with our lament, with our sorrow and our sadness. Um, That's where we go to be comforted. So remember to go to God in prayer. Remember to fortify yourself in the word. And then I would say too, man, if you can get into a Bible study, my closest friends are the women and the men that I study the Bible with. My husband and I have been in an in-home Bible study for years and years and years. And the people in that in-home Bible study have just become our closest friends. And I have led multiple uh, women's Bible studies at different churches. And uh, again, studying the Bible with people, it just bonds you. And so those friends can really be huge sources of encouragement and help and strength, and also prayer warriors. Quite honestly, sometimes in the depth of our sorrow, despair, even confusion over what's going on, and just trying to deal with all the things that come with, you know, an unexpected death. There's so many people to talk to and communicate with, and there's plans to be made. And, you know, a lot of times we are so busy in the moment that we aren't able to pray a lot. Boy, the people, our Christian friends who walk alongside of us, they are holding us up in prayer. And that is just a tremendous blessing and and gift. So, um, you know, the fact is, too, I just wanted to bring out one last thought, and that is that when we're going through our painful situations, we have a choice to make. And the choice is to fall into complaint into um, bemoaning the fact that we are going through something tragic and terrible and horrible um, and bringing everybody else down alongside us. Or we can choose to glorify God and see the ways that he's working in our lives in the middle of this. So even though things aren't what we had hoped they would be, and even though situations didn't go as planned, boy, when we 
see the way that God is still at work. And when we can tell other people that we still hope in God and that we still put our trust in Him, we can glorify Him through the pain. And I think that's really the goal. The goal is that as we get through, as we come upon our painful situations, and as we realize that we have to miss out on some things, and life isn't going to go the way we hoped, um, we still have the option of glorifying God through it and saying, God, I know you're good, and I still see your blessing even here in the middle of this. When we get to that point, then we really shut Satan up because Satan wants just the opposite. He wants us to despair, lose hope, not turn to God. He wants us to curse God and die, so to speak, as Job's wife said. Um, And he wants us to just really lose our testimony to the world. And so when we overcome that and when we can get through the muck of the circumstances, to glorify God, well, then something good has happened in the middle of a pretty bad situation. This has been little things because in God's kingdom, the little things are the big things. Please remember to like and share this message with your friends if you think this is something that would benefit them. And pray for us at Time of Grace as we really seek to reach out with the gospel to the world. As always, thank you for listening to Little Things. 